right, guys. Big episode of the Nordics Podcast. We give you a world-class lesson in mental gymnastics about how to be a Vikings fan. We talk about Dion and the circus he's brought to Colorado. We talk about the Twins playoff hopes. Here we go. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? I'm just happy to be here with you, bro. Hey, I'm so happy to be here, too. Uh, it's a great time of year. Yeah, it's nice. Sports, TV, until there's the strikes stuff uh, really yeah. hits, and we're only watching <laughs> reality TV. I mean, there's lots of fun stuff. Good weather. Yeah, my kids are gone all day. You can wear shorts, a t-shirt, a sweatshirt. Don't matter. You do the golden. shorts hoodie combo? Oh, great combo. Killer that's combo. Like a, that's like, um, what's his name? Mm. Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah? yeah? It's like Harrison Ford style. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. How about the earring? One earring then, too? Yeah, I'd get an earring. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have the same rugged good looks as, as Harrison, so I think you could pull it off. I'd get an earring. Could. I used to have earrings. Be like you. Oh, I I know. Did I saw you? the pictures. No. Never? No. We should do it. No. Together. No, I hate all For this. For the pod. You had the giant <laughs> cubic zirconias, dude. Yeah. So either people were looked at you were like, okay, he's got giant cubic zirconia, yeah. or they're like, he has a million dollar earrings on right now. Let's yeah. jump him. There's Yeah, there's no in between. <laughs> <laughs> Which do you think people thought they were, though? Um, I think they were like... Uh, I mean, you were from Andover, so they maybe thought they were the real deal. I don't know. I, I don't really know why anyone thought that was cool ever. Right. It's like one of those things. I, well, I you wanted to, dude, you were at Myth Nightclub. Yeah. And probably. you wanted to shine in the lights. I'm trying to think of like other things that we could bring back. Like, I, I think I'm going to bring back WWJD bracelets. Okay. Um, I got some play out of that because I'm like, you know, my initials are JD, and then oh, it'd be like, what would Jim do? And I'd be like, getting attention is good. Attention is good. So, why don't you wear those all the time? I really should. Um, well, what else? Uh, Puka Shell necklace. I'm going to skip mm-hmm. that one. Those weren't yeah. that comfy. No, they really You got weren't. hit in it, and it was like a circle cut on your neck. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> uh, popped collars. Um, hard to maintain. You got to keep them popped. Yeah, you have to think about it a lot. R- yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to like iron them like and that, And this too. was before I had, you know, actual facial hair growing. Yeah. Here. Now I feel like that would uh, irritate. I'm thinking irritate like you had, to, you had to like iron them up, I feel like. Um, not if you got good ones. Okay. If you got like, you know, Abercrombie ones, those shits were crisp. Yeah, they were. They'd stay put. Yeah, like the collars were so crisp. They were like dress shirt collars and like purposely wrinkled shirts. Yeah, <laughs> that smelled <laughs> like shit. Yeah. yeah, I think we should try to bring some of this stuff back. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think you've listed off a couple of options. A couple. Uh, let us know what we forgot. Um, yeah, let us know. Fun dip. Uh, <laughs> sun, sun in. Oh, sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried it. Yeah, I, tried it. I did get too. You, get you good and orange. Yeah, it would. All right, uh, so lots of fun uh, thinking about past trends, I guess. But what we really need from you guys is to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. And uh, what are we drinking today, Jim? Dude, well, you know it's that time of year. It's Oktoberfest is starting to happen. Um, and this is Modest, and it's called The Time is Nigh, Oak-Aged Fest Beer. So they've taken it and aged it a little bit. Um should be a little deeper flavor. What do you think? It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's not a well done beer. It just is a. It's just an it's average, just style. average style beer. Like I felt like we had to. I get it. You know, I felt like we had to. Um, but I'm gonna think about that while I'm drinking it. Yeah, I had to. I had to do this. 
let's get this over with. But you know what? No drop goes wasted around here. No, I mean, we will I'm, finish these. I'm, I'm pretty happy. With it, like, it, I, I would think. like this better if it was in a giant mug and I was taking big gulps without even noticing what it tasted yeah. like. And I was outside. Like a frosted a mug or something. Yeah. Like a real cool. It's like real cold for some reason. Yeah, you're in a tent. Yep. Not paying attention. There's polka music, maybe. We had a good time. We did, you know, we sponsored uh, yeah. Forgotten Stars party last year, which was this last weekend. So we didn't do that again. But um, you think we should try to make it out to something? Yeah, I would. Okay. I, would, I would for sure. All right. Well, we'll have to look around. Let's look around. All right. So here we go. Lots to talk about in the world of sports. We have to talk first about our Minnesota Vikings. They're off to a slow start. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you said, hey, let's let's go one and one over the stretch, and we didn't. Mm-hmm. We went 0 and 2. Really so thought we were going to. Where, where does this put us? In trouble. Okay. In trouble. 10% I, chance to make the playoffs historically for a team that goes 0 I mean, I would, t- I would say that the only reason that we can make the playoffs is because our division is bad. Which is a blessing. I mean, all the NFC North teams lost. Their overall record is two and six. I'm not buying it with any of them. The funny thing is, we knew they were going to be bad. Yeah. We just didn't think that we were going to be bad. And I I don't think we are bad. We just can't stop turning the ball over. Holy shit. We're just shooting ourselves in the foot every opportunity we get. But don't you feel like that that is... If you lose like that... I mean, are there teams that... Because of the coaching or certain players, they just always have tons of turnovers. Or does it just sort of level out? I think the fact that we haven't recovered one of the seven fumbles that we've had. Yeah, is bad or whatever luck. whatever six fumbles we've Fucking had bad luck. is bad luck. Okay. I mean, at some point, the ball is going to bounce into your arms or something. Like, I do think that things have, we've been pretty unlucky. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I've I've kind of changed what I think about this season now. Yeah. Um, and not for the better. Not for the better, but that's okay because the brilliance, the reason that the NFL is so much better than every other league mm. is because we're still in it. It's fun if you're bad and it's fun if you're good. Yeah. It, it, like for different reasons. And you're if you're if you are not horribly run, if you're bad, you'll be good soon. Mm-hmm. And if you're good, you'll probably be bad soon. Like it is just unless you hit a home run with one of the elite Hall of Fame quarterbacks, it's going to be up and down. Yeah. Forever. And so, to me, my opinion of this team team has really changed. Now, the one thing I don't understand is why everyone's after Kwesi. Everyone's yeah, well, all over him right now. Um, he had a bad first draft. Bad and unlucky, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, some serious injuries, a lot of injuries to guys, and now no one is really producing from that draft class. And that hurts. Yeah. That sucks, and I can't really back him on that. But I think so far his draft class from this year looks like it's pretty good. We have people playing. Pace, Don't we have a cornerback, right? Pace, Blackman, and Addison all look like real contributors. Addison and Pace look like stars. Yeah. So to me, so where's the? Let's have some recency bias on that and be like, hey, but look now, everyone is like so mad at him that he didn't sign different players or more players, but. In reality, this team has been in cap hell, and I think he spent the two, first two years getting us out of that. Or as much as he could. Yeah, I mean, after this year, I think um, only one non-rookie is signed past next year on the whole team. Oh, geez. Wow. The entire team that's not rookies yeah. is free agents in the next two years, except for TJ Hawkinson. Okay. That's it. I don't know if that's good. 
It gives them some real yeah. flexibility. We'll see if he's good because he's going to have a lot of freedom to build a team here. Yeah, and so Yikes. to me, it's just like I've kind of changed my mind about this season. Like, I know that sounds like I'm a flip-flopper. And to be a Minnesota sports fan and especially a Vikings fan, you have to. You okay. have to be able to do mental gymnastics and justify changing your mind right. or you won't survive. Yes, you cannot be it's stubborn. It's real hell as a Vikings fan. So you have to be able to <laughs> switch on a dime to like – we're in rebuilding mode. Right. We're tanking. And you think... That... <laughs> All right. So which one is it? Are we rebuilding mode? Um, I think that we have been. If we lose to the Chargers, I'd say go for it. I would... But I... Dude, okay. Let's so get, we knew we were going to... Let's gonna... get to the Chargers game in a little bit here. Yeah, I, I agree. Let's talk about but this game. Say, like, yeah. yeah. Against Philly, we thought we were going to lose, and we did. Yes. In fact, I think that we thought we were going to get blown out, and we didn't. So I there's that. I thought we played... Pretty well, pretty well, uh, well enough to beat most. At teams. the end of the game, I thought I kind of enjoyed that game. Yeah, I had a fun time with it. It was a goofy ass game. Besides the turnovers, if but, it wasn't for the turnovers, the turnovers we, we might have won least. that game. Yeah. You know, like so. First off, we can't run the ball. Yeah, so we are throwing the ball on every play. Yeah, and Cousins is dominating. Yeah, I mean he's he's. He was really good. Really if we good were two and zero, if we were two and zero instead of zero and two, and we are not too far off of that, if we didn't fumble the ball, we'd mm-hmm. be two and zero, and Cousins would be currently leading the race for MVP. You think he's been that good? Yeah, he's he's just he's on pace to break the all-time passing record by like eight hundred yards after a couple games. Yeah, it won't stay that way, but still, I mean, um, that's the pace he's on. Your mental gymnastics are impressive. My Isn't God, it? I, I see what you're doing here. Um. Jefferson Jefferson has been unbelievable. He's on pace to break the record by over 600 yards. That's crazy. That's awesome. He's on pace for 170 catches. No touchdowns yet, For 2,600 yards. No one has ever gotten 2,000 yards. Yeah. He's on pace to just smash records right now. Um, Addison. That is exciting. He looks like he is the real deal. Hawkinson has so far this year been the best tight end in the league. Yeah. Um, Super consistent, dude. Yeah. And so I do think there's promising signs. And at very least, we will be entertaining. Okay. So quick question about the run game. Um, Is that because we got rid of Cook or is it because Cook sucked anyways? And, you know, obviously Madison is not necessarily... A starter, but is it more of a line thing, like a scheming? Thing I think it's a like, it's a line thing and it's a running back thing. It's definitely not because we got rid of Cook. Cook's been awful yeah, in yeah. New York too, like He's unplayably bad. bad. Right. Um, it's just M- Madison is not good. The line is really struggling. Um, mm-hmm. they're down. Darisaw, who's their best player, their maybe their second best player on their whole team, um, has been out, and then they lost their their uh, center right away. Mm-hmm. In um. Why? Why can't I think of his name? Not gonna. Not I'm gonna, not, not gonna. gonna I'm not gonna fight for it right now. That's fine. Um, and so, anyways, yeah, you know, they're down two starters, two really important players. I think they've blocked poorly, and I think Madison has been bad too. Yeah. Um, also, I just think KOC's like, why hand the ball off to Madison when we can throw it to Jefferson, Hawkinson, and Addison yeah. all day long? They are going to need to find some balance, but I do think that they have looked really fun through the air yeah and the the thing about cousins that there's no way not to like this about him the dude is brave he he stands in there man he stands in there better than any player in the nfl 
and just gets so why does he, so he gets hit so often is that because he's willing to yes okay it seems like that i know he's, he's not the most mobile i think a guy. lot of his game is that he is holding onto the ball for extra time yep. to get those guys open and he's standing and in, timing in there. his throw yeah. just as he's about to get crushed. and he's getting just he never even gets to up. see his receivers catch the he's ball. he's getting just killed in these so yeah i really think that that's a big piece of it um uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do, but I also think that we haven't blocked that well. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the line has been pretty sketchy, and we'll get to that in a minute about the possible fix there. Okay, interesting. Um, The defense yeah, is better? not going well. Yeah, but it's better than last year, maybe? I think it's better than last year, but I don't know by much, okay. to be honest with you. They are getting just destroyed on the ground. And they are blitzing a ton, and the average blitz rate hits at like eight and a half or nine percent in the NFL, and we are hitting at like five percent right now. Okay, so we're blitzing a lot. We're blitzing a lot, but not to any effect. But to no effect. To and when you miss, effect. when you blitz and miss, you're in trouble. You're, you're in trouble, right? Because now you have somebody open downfield or yeah. whatever. Okay, okay. It doesn't mean you have to get a sack, but you need to get like a pressure. You need to get there somehow, and and hurry up the play. And right now we're not. We're so is Hunter sending. not playing up up to like who's he had three sacks? I think it hurts that Davenport was a big free agent signing for them, and he hasn't played. He's played like three snaps. Okay. Hmm. All right. Can't stay healthy. Um. Yeah. So I think the defense is is a, a problem still. All right. Well, that's too bad. Um. But here we go. A couple things. Dalton yeah. Reisner is our newest player. They signed him today. Okay. Tell me about him. Uh, he was a second-round pick. Guard has started a ton of games for Denver the last few years. Our O-line coach was the O-line coach for Denver. Okay. So we block in the same scheme that this guy's played in a bunch. All right. He was one of the top free agents available. He's been desperately trying to get on the Vikings. And like he's a guard, so he'll probably take over for Ed Ingram. And he is being paid $2.25 million guaranteed with incentives to move him up to four. Oh. So if he's a starter, he'll make four. If he's a backup, he'll make 2.25. Okay. And it'll be fair either way. Yeah. So another depth piece on the line. Hopefully he'll take over for Ingram. Hopefully that shores us up a little bit on the line. Yeah. Because that's been a huge problem. Okay. So The fans have been clamoring for this to happen. Really? Yes. The fans have wanted this badly. All the fans have been like, messaging him on like social media and he's been messaging back have you heard from the vikings yet nope still haven't heard from him things like that oh shit that's cool or he's been liking tweets about like him him moving over into the vikings yeah all right so he's excited So dalton reisner uh young guard coming over hopefully will make a difference for us um and then the last thing i wanted to say yeah if the vikings lose their playoff game this week because this is a playoff game now all right we're an official loser leaves town matchup between the zero and two chargers now and two vikings <laughs> loser is out of the playoffs you'll have a three percent chance to make the playoffs with a loss wow you're toast oh my god if we lose this week i want to move cousins I thought you were going to say, I want to move to Chicago or some other like, no, city. No, definitely not Chicago. Not Chicago, yeah. but like, well, Kansas City. I don't know where yeah, you want to go. But. sure. So you want to move Cousins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we lose this And week. when? When would we move them? Right then. Really? After the game. I'm not messing around. I would. <laughs> There's been a lot of talk about Cousins <laughs> to the Jets. Sure. They so, need somebody. So here, let me explain it to everyone. So everyone says, how could the Jets 
afford Cousins. They have Aaron Rodgers. They have this big roster. How could they afford him? Well, the Vikings owe $28 million on Kirk Cousins no matter where he plays. We have to pay. We have to pay it no yeah. matter what. We owe him $28 million no matter what. If he plays for us, if he plays for the Jets, if he sits at home, we pay him $28 million no matter what. Okay. The Jets would have to pay him about $6.5 million for the rest of the year. Hmm. Which they could easily find six and a half million of cap space. Yeah, that's that's you restructure free money. one guy and boom, you got yeah. six and a half million. So they could bring in Cousins, who's a free agent at the end of the year. Cousins would have to waive his no trade clause mm-hmm. to go there, but he could go there for the rest of the year, maybe compete for you know big honors. They're a good team. They look like a really good team. So yeah, good defense. He's never played with a good defense ever. Cousins like has never had a good defense. Yeah, ever. Um, and then he could go there. And then they could either keep Cousins, re-sign him, and move on from Rodgers. Or they could lose Cousins and get the top compensatory pick in the draft, which would be a third-round pick. Okay. So if they lost Cousins, they would trade us a first-round pick, and we would trade them Cousins, and they would get a third-round pick. Okay. So So it sounds like they would love to do the deal. I think that they would really have to consider it. The only thing that could happen is Cousin... There's two things that could get in the way of this. Mm-hmm. One, Cousin says a full no trade. Yeah. So he might say, nah, fuck it. I'm going to be a free agent in the summer. I don't want to risk it going to a team that I don't know the offense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in Minnesota, throw to Justin Jefferson, and yeah. make sure I get mine in the offseason. Right, at least like he rack could up do that. stats and... Yeah. Or mm. the Packers would have to make a big decision. So the Packers currently own the rights to the Jets' first-round pick next year if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. Um, he is not going to. We all know that. Right. But that doesn't mean that the trade is just nullified because what if he still did? You know what I mean? They yeah. can't just say, well, yeah. it can't happen. So the Packers would have to waive their right to that. They'd have to waive the right to that clause and just accept the second-round pick. Now, Which they might as well do. On one hand... They would say, well, why would we want to help the Vikings go get their franchise quarterback next year with Mm. an extra first round pick? But on the other hand, they could say, well, if we get rid of Cousins, that's two wins for us because we will beat them both of those games and we'll have a better chance of making the playoffs. That's a good point. And so they would have to make a big decision that would probably help the Vikings long term, but help the Packers short term if they were going to do it or not. Damn. Yeah. That's fascinating. So to me, I think... Um, you forgot about option C, though. What's that? Rodgers does like a bunch of mushrooms, and then he's like, I'm playing, I'm playing, <laughs> and it, you know, that could happen I too. think that like people all are like, what if the Packers traded Rodgers for Cousins, but that is not an option? No. I, I can't even imagine that Well, he's going to probably retire anyways. I don't know. He's claiming he's going to come back, but Achilles is a tough injury for anyone, but especially a 40-year-old. I don't know. I just think... It's something to watch out for. There's a lot of smoke, mm. even if it's just like not Kirk Cousins and Viking smoke. Okay. You know, like it's just, it's just a lot of people who are talking about it. Obviously, the Jets can't win this with, with Wilson. They're going to have to make a move. Is, mm. the, is he the best available guy? I think he probably is. Interesting. So that's something to watch out for. Cousins to the Jets. Do I think it will happen? Probably not. But would I like to see it happen if we lose on Sunday? Yeah, I would. Jesus Christ. And then I would put Jaron Hall. Three weeks into the, the season. I'd put Jaron Hall as my quarterback and just say, hey, fuck it. We're going for pick healthy. number one. Yeah. And then what happens with JJ? I'd you say, still keep him. Then. I'd say then JJ. Him, right? I'd say, yeah, I'd say JJ. We'll make you the highest paid non quarterback in the NFL. We'll pay him more than we said last year. Yeah. We're going to draft a guy at number one. 
who's going to be look good. <laughs> the future of this team. He's going to be the franchise QB, and you're going to have Addison and Hawkinson and Darisaw and O'Neal. This offense will cook. You know, which is a bigger bummer? Well, obviously for us, I get it. It's the biggest bummer for to start 0-2, but what about Joe Burrow? I'm not worried about him. You think he'll be good? He's fine. He's fine. He didn't play all preseason. He was coming off a knee injury. Yeah. He didn't play in the preseason. He didn't play in training camp. And he's probably at 70 per, 70% right now. Okay. So you're not, not worried about him. him. I mean, I would trade Justin Jefferson and two firsts for Joe Burrow today. Oh, geez. Wow. Today. Okay. <laughs> right <damn>. now. <laughs> I would trade Cousins, two firsts, and Jefferson to have Joe Burrow as my quarterback. Wow. Right now. Yeah. Not not even a thought. So okay. he will be just fine. I mean, it just sucks for them that they're 0-2, but they're going to be okay. Mm. It just shows you if you don't... So they maybe have more than 10% chance to make the playoffs? Probably. I think they're still a really good team. It's just going to be, can they figure it out soon enough? Like, by the end of the year, they'll be one of the best teams, I think. Yeah. But it's like, how long is it going to take them to get there? And okay. will it be too late at that point? Got it. So, yeah, playoff game this week, Vikings-Chargers. I need to look up what the line is on this game. Yeah, you look up the line. Um, I mean, I we have to be favored to win, but and I hope more than just, like, by the three points we get for having it at home. Um, I bet we're up, we're favored by six, and I think we beat that spread. Oh, my gosh. We're not. Uh, they're not favored, are they? The Chargers are one-point favorites. <laughs> All right. Well, the money better fuck it. We should... I'm, we should be for sure betting on the Vikings. I I don't know. I don't know what's better. I don't know what's better to be honest with you. Like to me, there's nothing worse than being in like football purgatory. Yeah. And I'm I'm a little spooked right now that the Vikings are about to be in the worst possible place, which is like the underperforming eight and nine team who didn't make the playoffs. Like there's yeah, nothing fucking worse than that, especially when you have a 36 year old quarterback who's going to be a free agent and ain't coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, it's like. If they win this week and the Packers lose and the Lions lose and the Bears lose and suddenly we're tied for first, like, okay, okay go let's, for let's it. Roll go this thing go do it. But if the Packers win or the Lions win or both and we lose, I'm I'm ready to cut it. Yeah. And I'm not sad about it. Like, it'll be okay. Yeah. Like, I, I believe in the franchise. I think it's a great franchise. I think there's really good pieces. And I just think that at this point, like, the most important thing for this team is who's going to be the QB in the future. And if it's if it's uh, Williams, I'm really excited. Okay, like that's never happened. The Vikings have never taken a quarterback in the top ten of the draft ever. I wonder. Well, you know that's a funny thing. I was like, I was gonna say, I wonder why we haven't had like consistent, really good quarterback play. But dude, a lot of times the top quarterbacks also weren't picked in the the first you know five ten picks. Yeah, but most of them are. Yeah, I mean, let's think about that. I mean. I was Mahomes was Rogers just outside of the Farr, top ten, right? Where like, yeah, they weren't. Mahomes was just outside of the top ten. Yeah. Um, Josh was, Allen was, was in one. the top five. Yeah. Joe Burrow was in the top five. Yeah. Uh, Hertz was a second round pick. Okay. That was Which a real. Crazy. That was a home run for them. That was a grand yeah. slam for them. Yep. Um, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence was the top. Jackson. One How about pick. Jackson? Lamar Jackson was a late first round pick. Okay. Um. You know, most of these guys are first round guys. A Allen, lot of them. Did you say Allen? Yeah, Allen was a top five guy. Yeah. Uh, Herbert was a top five guy. Tua was a top five guy. Yeah. All, uh, right. All right. Never mind. Hey, I take it. You back. know, I think let's I, go. Let's go I, get I top five guy. That doesn't mean that you're going to hit. Like, they're 50 50 at best, if not worse than that, maybe 30 70 uh, still. Yep. Yeah. 
But I think like you just got to go swing for the fences as many times as you have to until you hit your quarterback. Okay. Well, uh, maybe we're going to make our first swing at that. Yeah, I'm I'm desperately hoping for that. Um and I think like at, at this point, you know, they're probably going to be the most quarterback needy team in the league. Mm-hmm. Um Caleb Williams is the guy we want. And I did say last week on here, Caleb Williams has come out and said, hey, if the team we don't want to be first, which I think he's talking about the Cardinals, has the first pick, we'll just stay in school. And so I do think that there's a deal to be made with the Cardinals if they end up with the first pick, where the Cardinals still get their guy, Drake May or Quinn Ewers, and a team can go up and get that number one guy. I can't believe we're having these conversations. Isn't it bro. sad? The, week, the, the league started two weeks ago. But you know what? Again, like I said, that's the brilliance of the NFL. Yeah. If you're good, it's fun. If you're bad, it's fun. If we rock four games in a row off and we're four and two, I'll be like, is this a Super Bowl team? Yeah, exactly. Should we re-sign Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> and if we lose this weekend, I'll be like, burn it to the ground, trade yeah. everyone away, and let's go start over. You yeah. Know? Like, and we could be great next year. I mean, Yes, you know, it's like, fun. That, thing, like, yeah. It's just not a sport where you are going to be bad forever unless you're just idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we've proven we're not. Yeah. We're just very good at staying right in the middle. Talking about QB deals, Patrick Mahomes got the biggest quarterback deal like ever on a year, year-to-year basis yep. today. Yeah, I get Signed it. Signed a big team-friendly deal. Everyone referenced that like 200 times. Now he's not on a team-friendly deal. Oh, really? Yeah. So he, he deserves was, it, though. Yeah. He was on a dirt-cheap deal for who he is. Yeah. And then they were like, just kidding, we're going to pay you what you should get. And they just restructured him, right? Yeah, he should be making the most money in the NFL. He should be making the most money in the history of the NFL. Okay. That's who he is. Sure. He is. He's that guy. The. You ain't that guy, pal. I mean, he's he should. Will he? Who knows? Uh, he, he should pass up Brady as the greatest player ever. Wow. Should. I don't know. When Brady came back and got a, another Super Bowl. With the with Tampa Bay, that yeah. was that was, was cool. fucking legendary. Yeah. Um. So far in the, f- I think, five season, Mahomes has been the quarterback, mm-hmm. the starter. He's been there for five years. And they've AFC been, Championship yeah. game all five years, <laughs> and he's two and three in that, and he has no, he is three and two in that, and he has two Super Bowl wins and a Super Bowl loss. So two out of three of this, that's insane. <laughs> Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> He's absolutely dominant. The Chiefs are so dominant, it's not even funny. Fuck. Um, all right, let's move on to this. Uh, go for football, lost. Yeah. They stink. Okay. The quarterback is... Is so bad. He's really bad. He's, like, hard to watch. Are we, like, all in on this kid, too? All in. Oh, they yeah. don't have anyone else. Their yeah. backup quarterback is a journeyman. Well, he's not a journeyman. He's been on the golfers the whole time. He's a career backup college quarterback who probably could start at St. Thomas, but he is mm. not pushing for that starting job. And what about we the haven't portal? brought in a quarterback in the last two transfer or in the last two windows because we didn't want anyone to get in this guy's way. Great. Athens Kaliak Manis. He stinks. He's so bad. Um Ethan for you. Yeah. He's 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 rough though. Like it's it feels a little hopeless because I think the rest of the team is decent. The defense is pretty good. We've got some really the new really running good back. I really like Jackson, the receiver. Back, I really like receiver. Span Ford, the big tight end. He's might be the best tight end in the whole country. Like there's some pieces to like about this Gopher team, but it's he ain't it. Mm. 
and that's really frustrating. I, I'm pretty nice to get a couple wins, but yeah, I mean, you know, UNC's tough. Yeah, it's like tough. I get it. We, I think you, I think that they were rated twentieth. Drake May, yeah, yeah. Drake yeah, May yeah. is a guy who will be a top maybe two pick in the NFL draft at quarterback. Right, could be a future Viking quarterback. So I don't think we expected to win this game. No, but thirty-one thirteen felt pretty. It and it felt worse than that. It did. It, he threw for four hundred plus yards. Like just Ooh. tore us up. Like this felt bad. This made me feel like this is going to be a pretty disappointing season for the Gophers. Okay. And I've been, I'm not saying I like Fleck personally. Like, I'm not saying that I'm like a huge Fleck guy and I think he's cool or like I like row the boat or anything. But I do think that this is the first time I felt really down on Fleck because I feel like he's mismanaged the quarterbacks so poorly in his time here. Yeah. Like, he's done a pretty good job everywhere else. And I think he runs Except up pretty the most good, important position. But quarterback has been kind of a disaster his whole time here. And he had the one really good year of, of uh, Tanner Morgan, his freshman year. And since then... And he rolled that, but I mean, it's been Tanner Morgan for six fucking years. I know. And then after that, you go into yeah. Athens, Kelly McManus, and I'm pretty and down like on you've him. Had, you know, you can think of it like, okay, you've had those years to develop somebody else behind him. Or and even just to bring in that, other guys. Like, yeah, right. Why isn't it more of a competition? The... He wanted it to not be a competition because he was so sure on Cali McManus, and it, it's really been a mistake. And so I'm yeah. I'm feeling pretty pissed at Fleck at this point. I get that. I get that. I wonder what he'd have to say for himself on that, or if he just is saying, you know, I'm sure he's just like, you know, Athens are guy, Athens are guy. He would. I mean, he just Roll is. That's what he does. Is he just? And I get that. I, you know, pro coaches are a little more willing to pull back the curtain. I think. And yeah. these college guys are just like... Just because they're dealing with professionals. And if the person isn't playing like a professional, it's okay to say that. These college guys are just a brand. And so, like, they are the brand. They are the program. Mm-hmm. Everything about the program is them. And yeah. there's no better example of that right now than Dion. Oh, my God, Dion. He keeps, I mean, they keep winning. They do. Against... It's getting less and less impressive each week. <laughs> right. Um, but it just feels like he's... I get it. He's he's doing something that is going to help him in the long term because he's making it like the place to be. Yeah. How many kids are going to be like, I want to be on that team? I mean, everybody. Everyone is going to. Every young kid. So don't get me wrong. I think it will help him in the long term, but I think it's going to hurt him this year because he's putting so much unnecessary pressure on this team. He's making it into such a circus. Right. That like it's just full of celebrities. They just know like, damn. I mean, the, the, the games get... So much viewership. They're not even very good, but right. like they're treated and as if Colorado University. Let's keep it in perspective. <laughs> who gives a shit? They're treated as if they are the biggest team in the country, right? And like I don't know. I, if I was a different college coach, I'd be pretty frustrated that Dion gets coverage that nobody else gets. He gets coverage he doesn't deserve for sure. And I think I'd feel kind of frustrated about that. But yeah, they had Lil Wayne walk them out. Yeah. Lil Wayne was there. Offset was there. You know, Master P was there. The Rock. The Rock was there. Um, Key Glock. I mean, it's just like, dude, that is a bit of a it's circus. A circus. It's cool. And the kids probably think, like, that's the coolest thing ever. But, yeah, I mean, long term, do they do they get burned out by this? Do they start to, like, think it's more about I, that than about the play? I, they're I don't just going to get – these kids are going to get dunked on so badly. Yeah. Like every failure is going to be under such a magnifying glass and they're just not good enough to ha- not have failures. 
So they're going to lose some games. I mean, if they beat Oregon and USC, I'll, I'll swallow my words here and okay. say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. If they Dion, beat either one of them, you think that's pretty impressive? If isn't they it? beat either one of them, I think it's impressive. If they beat them both, I'll say, Be like, Dion's what the, the best coach in football, I best guess. Best coach of all time. That's right. I mean, for real. I, I mean, will... he did bring some people in through transfer portal. It's not like he just took yeah. over a bad team. No, he kicked away. He kicked, he out, kicked out everybody. Pretty much the whole team and then filled it with new kids. Yeah. Brought all the best kids from his team. He has his kid at quarterback. His other kid had a pick six playing D-back. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing, though, is just, like, everything about their team feels, like, so hectic. Like, even Travis Hunter, their big superstar um, cornerback receiver guy. He got fucked up. He got cheap shotted. I didn't like that hit at all. Yeah. Didn't like that hit at he got a, all. He's like a lacerated liver, and he's going to be out for a few weeks. I yeah. Guess. That was not good. That's not what you wanted to see. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's such a circus to me that I just like, we know every beat of the game. We know all the people who are there. I mean, the media is doing a wonderful job of covering it as an extension of that. He must be like a genius because he has the country just wrapped around his finger. I mean, yeah, but you know, like you said, the fall from grace is going to be brutal. Like there will be a time when people stop cheering for him. And will want him to lose. He's just like I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not comparing this to politics at all. Okay. But you're about to. This is this is like college football. Trump. Mm-hmm. He's just he's come in. It's he's, a cult of personality. Yeah, and he's just he's breaking all the rules. He's doing all the things you're not supposed to. He's like grifting off the university, like selling sunglasses yeah, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Celebrities are everywhere. Everything yeah, feels sunglasses. like a pandemonium. It's just like that's how it feels to me. It feels like Trump. Like it feels like debate Trump when yeah. he showed up and was like talking shit, and everyone was like, "Is this funny? Is this like when bad? he showed up and was like, when he's like." Y'all better check out that transfer portal because I'm bringing my baggage and it's Gucci. Yes. That's essentially Trump coming down and being like, yeah. they're rapists, yeah. they're murderers, they're yeah. not the best people. Everyone was, was like, just wow. killing. Remember when he was going after Jeb Bush and stuff in this like debate, and you didn't yeah. know what to be, you didn't know to be happy or you scared could or laugh. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and you like couldn't look away. That's how I feel and about the Dion. crowd. Was just like usually they're there just to like subtly clap. And they're laughing and yeah. hooting and hollering. Like oh my, it feels God. it feels like that to me. Yeah. And so to me, it's like I don't know if Dion's good or bad for the sport i guess we'll all have to find out it's going to be like a real case study of like <laughs> is this a real like it feels like he's going to get in trouble at some point <laughs> okay doesn't it well i don't know i, I feel mean, like he's going to have like four different he wants to follow the trump path i feel yeah. like he's going to get like four different major um charges from the ncaa with you know a hundred minor charges and a hundred you know, yeah. conference charges. And then his fans would be like, they're just trying to bring him down. Yeah, they're just trying to bring He's, him down. Uh, yep. They're just trying to... Haters. Yeah, they yeah. just like... They're afraid of him. That's how I feel, though. I feel like this... It feels the same way. It feels like this like destabilizing force mm-hmm. that history will have to like tell us like what the real effects were. Okay. I like that. And again, I'm not saying that Dion is, is Trump, but like... I don't even know if I like Dion or not. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. Dislike but I just, Dion. I it just feels like something totally different, and I don't know. I just don't think he's going to coach for that long. 
like no matter what. I don't think this is his new 20-year career. Yeah. I feel like he's done all these things. He's been so good at these different sports, even at the same time. And then he was an analyst, and then he was a, you know. I just wonder how long. And now he's a coach, and he's doing that for a little bit. I wonder if he will move programs again. Yeah. So, I could see that. thing to watch out for here. As of now, Colorado doesn't have a real home next year that mm-hmm. I know of. Uh, maybe they do, but I don't think that they do. What like, do you mean? Like they don't have a like an arena or something? Or no, like, a, like the the their conference oh, their is conference, like folding. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're going to go to like the the Big Twelve. Okay, and there'll something. be like kind of three conferences at that point. Yes, yeah, so, I mean or four really. So you have the Big Ten, who's everyone, the pack, the SEC, and then the and ACC then... the ACC is like a smaller one. That's yeah. like Miami and Clemson and stuff and Virginia Tech. And then you have the SEC, which is like semi-pro, mm-hmm. yeah. pretty much. And then you have the Big 12, which is like Texas. And, and how many teams are in the Big 12 at this point? Oklahoma. I don't know. Probably like eight. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I mean, oh, they're losing. More. Okay. No. they. So everyone's kind of picking off of um, some of the other conferences. The Pac-10 is the one that's done. I mean, yeah. It's toast. So I think that's what they were in before. I don't know. Got it. So that just, could be a reason for him to be like, all right, fuck this. Bringing my talents elsewhere. I need to look it up. So, yeah, they're in the pack 12. And they're going to be joining the Big 12. Yeah, next season. All right. So the Big 12. And I just don't know. Like, that's a definite t- bot, like lower tier conference now. The Big 10 and the SEC are much bigger. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder if Dion will make a move to a different school. Yeah. Like, is I mean, anybody, he, any school would want him, at least as he's selling himself right now. Like, damn, turn this program around. I think that the move is... Get a ton of attention, ton of money raising. I mean, they, they've never been... They have an influx of cash to this program like they've never had. I need to know where he's from. Okay, so he's from Florida. He feels like he's going to take over Miami, Florida... Yeah, Florida State. He, I think he like went to Florida, Florida State. Guy. He went to Florida feels State. Feels like a Florida. Could you feel, see him going taking over Florida State? Absolutely. And, the sunglasses will sell yeah. so well down there. But I also could like imagine like one of the California teams, not not USC because they've got a guy, but like maybe like a UCLA or like a Cal. Mm, I th- feel like those are too serious to have. You it. think so? Like, the, like <laughs> I don't know. You need somewhere that the, those rules places. those rules can get bent more. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Somebody more desperate, like Colorado University, go Buffaloes. You know, like who gives a shit. Yeah, they were horrible. They don't even care about their program. Yeah, they were horrible. I mean, it just feels to me like, uh, yeah, like uh, someone bigger is going to come in for Dion and yeah. say, "Well, I mean, if the season keeps going this way, then absolutely he'll take his pick. But uh, if it regresses like you think it's going to, then he, you know, he'll have. I think job though options, he's but... already shown though that like he can turn things around. Yeah, I mean, this team was like looked. They wouldn't him. have won the games they won so far without. Yeah, yeah, I think he's. I think they're very pleased. Even if they lose the next two games, I think they're still very sure. pleased. So, all right, so let's move on to something new. That's the new NBA rules for players sitting. This is good news. This is especially good news. if you go to games. I kind of like the rules that they put in place here. Yeah. Um, I thought they were fair. I think so. I think so. You can still sit, guys. There's um. You know, this doesn't, it won't impact every team as much. Um, It will more impact teams that have more than one player that's on this special protected list, or at least like regulated list Mm -hmm. of if you were like an all-star in the last, whatever, five years, you're on this list. 
Um, and so, you know, we have two. Okay. Well, we have Rudy and we have Towns and we're going to have... I didn't know this. This is disappointing. That what? If you, you're not, you're exempt if you're this? No, you're not, you're not exempt. If you have more than one star, it's just like... Oh, they can't sit can't, on the same nights. Yes, they can't sit on you the same nights. You can't rest on the same nights because that was the biggest and thing. And then you like, can't rest them in a national televised game. Yeah, or and, the tournament games. Yes, exactly. Or and the you're supposed games. to sit them more on home games than road games. Yes. But I don't know how who, they're yeah. going to police that. I don't know exactly, but they're gonna. it's going to be a little complicated. But ultimately, like, what it does is just reduce, you know, it takes those teams that have a huge strategy like la or whatever yeah of just like dude we're gonna save ourselves for the playoffs yeah you get and you they, get golden state coming to minnesota saying ah it's just minnesota Let's, we're gonna, we're gonna set out curry and starting. thompson yep. and yep. green and it's just like and then well, they still win and it's like yeah i get why they do it yeah but it's but, just like that ruins it for all those fans who paid money and were excited to see these guys i mean in particular fuck those fans though because those are the kids that are wearing curry jerseys but yeah. i am glad that they're into any any way we can get people into the target center is important I, I i also think though that like i hate the warriors but i would be disappointed if we played the warriors and those guys didn't play of like course, i'd be like yeah. i paid my money because i wanted to go watch ant versus curry yeah exactly yeah. and like to me that's frustrating like i think we should be able to expect these guys when they're healthy yep. to play in these games. And it hopefully will help teams from just being like, well, we're bad. So Dame Lillard's going to sit out the rest of the year. Yep. You can't do that anymore. And that was bullshit. Yeah. That ruined the game. It ruined the integrity of the league. Tanking is part of it, but like you have to tank in a way that like, it's not that obvious. <laughs> you can't just sit all your star players and yeah. be like, Oh, we're losing a bunch of games. Yeah. I think uh, that's, yeah, that is that's really, really, really bullshit. So yeah, I like the rules. Once again, I think Adam Silver proves that he is an awesome commissioner and the league in general is not afraid to make some make rule changes whenever needed. Yeah, I think the NBA is good. Now, I will tell you, I did hear something I thought was really interesting yeah. this week. Harlebos Vulgaris. Oh, yeah. He uh, he was a, I think he was an executive for the, for the Rockets. He's big on Twitter. Big Twitter guy, big gambler, like yeah, right. the kind of like multi-million dollar gambler guy. Yeah, who knows He's, he moves money lines. He knows everything about the NBA. He knows everything about every advantage in the NBA, and I really like what he had to say. So he was talking about like his rooting interest in sports right now, and he worked. I mean, he was in the front office of the Rockets, okay, as well. So this dude knows more about basketball than pretty much anyone. So he said on Twitter, it's kind of wild how much more I enjoy football, soccer, than basketball these days. Football seems much more complex and strategic as compared to basketball, which is relatively solved or easy to solve. Not quite checkers versus chess, but it's not too far off either. Oh, wow. And I loved this wow. tweet. I thought this was really interesting. And it's so, really just based off, hey, if you got a bunch of athletic guys and you run these schemes that yeah. they know work, yeah. you win. Yes. Interesting. If you can run it's this... It's way more about personnel, huh? It's more about who you have than how you're running stuff. Everyone's running pretty similar things, you know? Yeah. And so... Every once in a while, you get a, an amazing experience. Experiment, though. Like, two big men. Yeah. Let's see. But, like, but like in soccer right now, you have a team like Brighton, who's literally taking it to all the giants. Mm-hmm. Not spending any money. Right. And they're just whooping up on everybody. Just through coaching and scheming and, and effort. Planning and planning of yeah. their team. 
And so I do get, I agree. I actually agree with this take so much. Like when I watch the NBA, I actually think it's, it's kind of boring how they play, like the style of play. It's, it's like they, they pretty explosive, man. Yeah. But they figured out basketball. They figured out everything is a, is a math equation now. And they just sit guys in spots that the math tells them to. And everyone plays the exact same offense. And it's just like one athlete wins. He kicks to this guy. He kicks to this guy in the open corner shot. And it's the shortest three-point shot. And three is better than two. And we don't take any long twos. And so, like, the game has become kind of like you either dunk or you shoot a three. And there's nothing else to it. And I think, like, to me... That doesn't mean that basketball is bad, but it does mean that like when it gets to a certain level, sports need to adjust. Yeah. So like hockey, they had this thing where like the goalie pads got really big in the 90s. And yeah. then they said, all right, we're going to make the crease smaller. We're going to make it so the goalies can't come out of the net into the corners to go play the pucks. And we're going to make their pads a certain size only. Okay. So to me, the fix in basketball is changing the size of the court. Really? Yeah, I think bigger? you should make the court bigger. Okay. Um, that means the three-point line goes a little deeper. Wow. All right. Especially in the corners. Those little short corner threes have completely taken over basketball. That's everything. Guy's entire job on offense is to just sit and shoot Find corner threes. Corner. Yeah. So to me, I think the court should get bigger, especially okay. maybe wide. And The hoop on fire. <laughs> the hoop, yeah. <laughs> no dunking unless you have gloves. I just think make it a little harder for teams to shoot threes. Yeah. And then I would switch to more of the FIBA stuff um, about uh, play the goaltending stuff. Sure, I didn't really love like if you touch the backboard while somebody's shooting, you can't slap the backboard because I think they thought that it would move the the rim and cause the ball. I couldn't believe that. I had never. I just heard think that, that like I would. I think the game needs a little adjusting. Uh, okay, and I don't think it's bad. I don't think basketball is bad, but I do think that like if you played on a little bigger court. And the spacing was a little different, and the threes were a little harder to make. It would change the percentages and how people played, and I think you'd get some more creativity in like how teams were going to play on offense again. I will say that, like, as far as the rules, basketball is the quickest <laughs> to explain to someone. You know what I mean? Same with like with soccer, though, right? Soccer's I mean, I get pretty it's, simple. Soccer's pretty it's simple. like offsides it's the same is way. the hardest thing. Well, right, and offsides I still don't understand, but. Um, or at least I can't tell when it happened. But anyways, you know, with football, my God, there's, you know, <laughs> different teams. You need 100 yes. fucking people to play. Yeah. Very complicated. Uh, it's almost like goddamn cricket up in here. But, you know, basketball, it's like, dude, put it in the hoop. Yeah. Whoever, whichever team can put in the hoop more often. Um, so I can kind of see that. But I don't know. This year now I'm going to watch it and be like, corner threes i think you're just gonna see that like everyone's playing doing the same thing and that the offense feels very like from like high school to pro now everyone kind of plays the same way yeah and i think like it's lost a little of its creativity and i think like the different types of offense i know someone is gonna like comment to us and be like you're so dumb like this team plays this pick and roll like high pick and roll offense and this team has you know, blah, 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 big man that sits out at the three-point line, and this team plays yeah. a triangle like Phil Jackson stuff. You know, like, I know that there are other things going There's on, but like, but, like, the basics of basketball are pretty simple, and, like, it makes it a super approachable game, and it makes it fun to become a fan because, like, you can very much understand the complexities of basketball pretty quickly compared to, like, football. Yeah. Like football, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I <laughs> you do. You know, like yeah. me too. I mean, everyone. I think, 
And so I think like it's just something I would think about if I were the NBA. And I thought Bob Valgaris saying that was a really interesting take from a guy who loves basketball and is respected in basketball and is very tied into the game. Yeah. For him to be like, yeah, it's not my favorite sport right now. That's that is pretty crazy. Um, I I don't know. I don't hate the take, but I just I think I need to. I'm just excited for basketball to start. Yeah, me too. And uh, and we'll have to see. Okay, and then finally we have our Minnesota Twins uh, about to make Twins the playoffs. Talk. Twins talk. Let's do it. Yeah, they have an over 99 percent chance to make the playoffs. Yep, which is awesome. Which is fantastic. What's our percent chance to win one of the games? Uh, one of the zero. Zero percent. Just so ironic. 100 percent chance to make the playoffs. Zero percent chance to actually win a game, though. Yeah, um, kind of tough. Really rough. They haven't won a game in like eighteen years or something. Oh or my, twenty God. years or no, something. It's in the teens still. Is it? Yeah, it's forever. It's forever. Uh, which is wild. I, you know, I know fewer teams make it in an MLB than they do in, you know, basketball. Uh, about half the teams versus what I think eight teams or nine teams, ten teams in in, in basketball, baseball, in baseball, baseball. And now it's up to twelve teams okay. total make it. All right, so 12 so teams, still less than half. There's three-game play-in series for eight of the teams. Four of them get a bye. Yeah. And then those eight teams play a five-game series. And then I believe it goes to a seven-game series after that for the last two rounds. Okay, yep. Something like that. I don't know. So we should at least get a series right off the bat, right? Yeah, we're going to get a three-game series off okay. the bat. It looks like we'll be the three-seed, and right now we would play the Texas Rangers. That's kind of sick, dude. Yep, the six-seed Texas Rangers. If we won that we'll series... Fuck up the Rangers, come on. If we win that series, we would go on to play, most likely, the two-seed Houston Astros, those cheating motherfuckers. From fuck them. And maybe we could just piss off the whole state of Texas by defeating both of them. Or not. Now, we had bad news today. Carlos Correa aggravates plantar fasciitis in his foot and had to leave the game right before the playoffs are getting started. That's not great. That's not great. No. Can he just rest up and like get ready? Because I mean, it's still he a will, month I think, away at this it? point. Yeah, we're a couple of weeks out still. So I mean, I'm sure they'll just try to get him healthy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's not fun at all. Damn. Because he's a big part of this whole thing. Yeah, he's a nice and he's been good, which is good news, right? It's it's good that he's a big part of it. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I'm excited. I haven't watched a game now in a few days, but I was watching that last game where our guy uh, got another Grand Slam. Uh, Royce Lewis. Royce. This is fifth of the year. Fifth of the year. Fourth in like 20 days. That's insane, dude. Or maybe it's 20 games, but um, goddamn. I love it. No, I do too. Um, I do think this team has at least some level of the pitching um, needed to really go and compete in the playoffs. Uh, they do strike people out at a pretty good rate compared to some of the staffs we had in the past. Yeah. Um, getting a couple of arms back from injury throughout the year has been a huge help. I, I just don't know. I mean, I know that they're smashing the ball compared to what they did in the first half of the season. Um, but I just am scared. I mean, being a Twins fan, I have like so much PTSD <laughs> about like what the hell... You know this what? It looks like come playoff time. I don't really care. I, I'm I'm so past all of it that I'm just enjoying the run to the playoffs, and I fully expect them to lose both the games and then be done. And so if they happen to win even one in that series, even if they lose a series, that is a is like a curse broken celebration time. So the expectations couldn't be lower. And I think that's 
that's fun for me. You know, as a team that's that I, I'm not the biggest, you know, super fan of, right? Obviously a fan, but uh, dude, if they win one, that's fantastic. If not, hey, that's what they always do. Yeah. So I know that um, the uh, ESPN wrote an article about like who can win in the playoffs. And they had like a group of elite. I think like the obviously the the Atlanta Braves are everyone's number one team. I mean, okay. they're just killing everyone. Orioles are, maybe in the mix there. Yeah, Orioles were their number two. Um, and it was like, can these teams win? And when it got to the Twins, they were like, no. Right. But like, what would the recipe be? It would be like getting some great performances from these pitchers. And then, you know, the bats continue to go off. You get a bunch of heroic hitting from some of these guys um, in big moments. And I think that's what we've really lacked in the playoffs over the last couple times there. Like these big moments. Ever since that game 163 season, Mm. it feels like we haven't really had anyone capable of like getting a big runners in scoring position at bat uh, in the playoffs. And then it's been like just the Yankees just like cursing us. Like I remember these two don't have to play them. The most heartbreaking was just like a rod mashing a home run off Joe Nathan. Like I think it was in like the eighth inning at Yankee stadium. It's like, I really thought that we had that one and he looked more like Ethan that night. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Twins, um, hopefully we can get ourselves back and healthy um, before we even get to those playoffs. And then um, they did do an article in ESPN about the teams with the best rosters, like locked up rosters or something. It was like locked in. So guys who are under contract for the long term, and they had no players on the Twins as elite. Oh. They had like multiple categories, like elite, very good, and like serviceable. And it was only guys who were locked up. So guys who were going to be free agents soon couldn't count. So there was no Royce Lewis on this list because yeah. his contract's coming to an end here soon. Um, they had in like the good category, I think they had Correa, Buxton, and somebody else. It was not a, or something. It was not an impressive list. Damn. We were like 17th or 18th on locked up cores um, um, for baseball. So all right. uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see. And it's now I, or never, boys. I do think one thing that's going to be interesting is like, what is the opinion after this season of uh, Falvey and Levine? So, you know, people have been really hard on them, including us. Like, I feel like we've been really hard on them. Um, What is what is the opinion going to be about these guys after the season? If they go flaming out in the playoffs, was this a success? No, if they don't win a playoff game, it's it's it should be over for them. Don't you think (sighs) at some point you have to draw the line? I just mean, getting there isn't enough. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I just, it's so hard to me because I also know how not, how much there isn't parity yeah. in, in Major League Baseball. Um, and So, so I, you think that like j- just shit stacked up against us anyways? Yeah, it's just like I know on any given year there are very few teams who can win. I, th- I think right now it'd be really fun to see how deep the Orioles could go. Yeah. Because they have really built... <laughs> You know, with bad season after bad season after bad season, they've loaded up on high draft picks. They've nailed their picks. They've developed young players. They have found value in trades. So, like, Mm. the Twins making their trade for a reliever last year and then sending them, you know, a a future all-star. You know, like, 
just these teams, these trades that they've hit year after year, they've built all this depth. They have all these big bats. They have the top prospect in baseball, not even there yet. Mm -hmm. Like they have done it organically and it's really fun to see that, but it's like, I mean, it is cool to see that and then to go look at like the Dodgers that blew it with Trout and Otani. No, that's the Angels. Oh, Angels. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that like they had everything going for them and blew it. And then you got, you know, it's inspiring, right? It is. It it is like, okay, it is possible. At what cost? Like, you know, that's the thing is like those Orioles fans, I'm sure they're really happy right now and I hope they enjoy it. I hope they enjoy every second of it. But like, what did that cost? I mean, they were so, 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 so horribly bad Mm -hmm. for like 20 years. Yeah. Like this team hadn't been good since Cal Ripken Jr. was there. (laughs) And, you know, now they're finally back. But it's just like, how many people, how many people in their 20s have like never known a competitive Orioles team. Yeah. And like, we just talked about the the greatness of the NFL with its parody. And it's like the complete opposite in major league baseball. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I, I don't know what to think about the twins right now. Um, I'm just going to bandwagon hard in the playoffs. I can't wait. I'm going to watch every playoff game. Um, I I'm going to try to do any wins, but I'm sure they will be dramatic. I mean, as you guys know, I am a, a, a teacher, a high school teacher. And like, do you remember, in school when your teacher would put the twins playoff games on because they were during the day yeah oh shit do you remember that yeah i guess so you know like they'd be like the twins are on and then like take out your math worksheet and then like you can watch the twins game yeah like i think i need to do that you should i think i have to are they they still do playoff games in the daytime yeah and like i remember being in school and like always having my teacher like turn that on so oh dude Okay, well, that's it, guys. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Uh, we have our screencast still. We're going to finish our Can't X-Watch. Wait. We're going to talk about Ahsoka. We have all kinds of shows we've been watching. Lots of fun stuff, so tune into that. It's going to be a blast. Until then, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. <laughs>